0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thursday Live Lesson here at Ukulele On The Ground. My name is Aldrin Guerrero, joined by my two colleagues, Mr. Aaron, the voice, now Say what's up, Aaron. What's up? And Mr. Kahai, the legend, Ferguson. Say what's up, Kahai. What's up? So we are here. Thursday Live Lesson works like this. You guys ask us questions. We answer them. We uh, we might turn it into a lengthy discussion. We might not. We might just take lightning round questions, whatever, but we're just going to answer as much as we can. We get questions via email, via comments. Via messages and stuff. However, you guys want to get it to us, we are a live too. So if you're watching this live, you can ask us questions live or comment on whatever that we're talking about. But any which way you cut it, it's basically just a Q&A, like podcast. If not, if we don't get questions, we'll just talk story. Then it becomes a talk story podcast, right? Because I would talk about <laughs> Nicktoons all day if you guys want to, you know? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> it just like- becomes a
1: new call of the podcast to a Nicktoons podcast pretty quick. <laughs> It's not like we we're already doing that before we like yeah. went live yeah i know we should just hit <laughs> record we're
0: talking about like the generations of nicktoons or like the uh-huh. first, the first jet is like the original three, you know, or like Ren, Stimpy, uh yeah, Ren, Stimpy Rugrats, Doug, and then anything mm-hmm. like past Doug before uh, SpongeBob was like Gen two, and then SpongeBob <laughs> to Avatar is Gen, you know, it was like uh, Gen uh. three, and then anything after that is like I, I don't even know. I, didn't <laughs> I, keep I didn't, up. Yeah, I didn't keep up past SpongeBob, but yeah. Right, see, see, it could be deviated very quickly to a Nicktoons podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> People that ask us questions—that's what we're going to talk about. So make sure it you might, ask us questions. <laughs> it might actually be more popular <laughs> if we had a I, Nicktoons podcast. I could, man, I could talk. For hours about Nicktoons, guy.
0: <laughs> before this this thing just started, like that's all we were talking about. We're just like, oh, just started in whatever in August 11 ninety one. You know, alongside the, the first, you know, the, the other two, blah, mm. blah blah blah. We're talking about how Red and stimpy was in like MTV first, and came to like you know, Nickelodeon. Mm. Man, we just started another podcast, guys. talking about <laughs> Nicktoons all day. <laughs> we can dissect episodes of Doug if you guys want to. Man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway so (laughs) for the people who are tuned in for the actual ukulele parts of this podcast kahai hit me with the first question buddy
1: yeah this is kind of a question so uh wesley kind of he over the or yeah like i forget like maybe monday or tuesday he sent us this and he Mm -hmm. said uh james hill just uh published an awesome new tutorial on um, the B E B E E A E A E or A E A E alternate yeah, tuning. Yeah, uh, do you that. do you play alternate tunings? Uh, what do you see is the benefits of alternate tunings?
0: Um, I do play some alternate uh, alternate tunings. Um, not anything crazy like B E B E. That's kind of crazy, but it's it's really cool. I mean, I tried it out for myself. I saw the video, tried it out for myself, and I did like some uh, some kind of bluesy stuff like how he was doing, and it works really really good with that um but the ones that i that i play around with are uh are like an open a minor which is all it is is just you tune your top string g to an a so that it's a c e a for which is an open a minor chord um and then an open um an open c chord which is instead of g c e a it's actually g c no Open C, yeah, open C chord, G C E G. So I turn my uh, my A string into a G note, which then turns into an open uh, open G. Most of these are like slacky, basically. You know, like um, if you want to kind of just play an open uh, an open chord. So I'll I'll show you open C here. There it is. It's very slacky. And the advantage is, is that um, it makes it a lot easier for you to uh, to kind of, you know, uh, come up with, well, with different melody lines. Because if you're using a string to do a, to do a melody line, then the other strings that you're playing should just be, you know, in, in an open chord. And it makes it easy because now chords, uh, it, um, at least in this situation, are just, you know, are just bars. Like, um, if this is an open C, then that's, this, is a, this is a D. That's an E, F, G, A, B, C, so on and so forth. So you don't have to bother with all these, you know, um different kind of chord shapes. You just have this one major chord shape. You know? Um, let's see if I were to do like a minor. I don't know really play minor here. But um it'll be kind of like like a major seven chord shape, you know? will be a will be a minor chord um so it's pretty easy if if you're kind of doing it that way the open a minor or see that open a minor same thing but just like open chords instead of doing like bar chords for the major chords it'll then be minor and that's why i can play stuff like because i know i'm in i'm in c the entire time so i can just use this open g because it's just like basically the same as my top string I can kind of fool around with it doing this um, kind of banjo technique and then I can play notes I can do some pull-offs because it'll just pull me off to the rest of the open C chord so like so I'm going to play a note and then like do an open and it'll still be in the same key you know with, uh, with with that and i'm hitting this because this is like the f note and i'm just playing the you know the c scale uh be different i'm like thinking of it as a there it is <laughs> i'm picking c <laughs> But yeah, for the most part, um, it lets you kind of play some the uh, open chords and it sounds a lot, you know, a lot more kind of airy if if you're playing stuff uh with, with open as opposed to kind of like playing the playing the chord up here, and then if you change chords, then um then it kind of stops. It kinda of like when we're talking about campanillas. you know, as soon as you change the chord, it'll be kind of uh, it'll be it'll be a different chord. But with this, you can kind of play those. Notes up here while keeping this kind of open, you know, open chord C chordal, then to F. Those are the ones that I, I um experiment with because I fooled around with um with guitar slack key for like a long time and that's the stuff that I found. I don't know. What do you what do you guys
1: play with? Drop D? <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah, like drop drop D on guitar, right, is the classic uh, pop uh punk pop like mm-hmm. tuning mm-hmm. or punk rock tuning. So I, I think a lot of people uh who play guitar, play electric guitar, uh tune to that. Uh rock uses that too a lot. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but I think, uh, James, like, he kind of talked about it on the video too. Like, mm-hmm. the good thing about doing open tunings and, like, doing open tunings and not learning specific songs for it or anything, just like playing around with it is, mm-hmm. like, you really do, like, stop thinking about notes, specific notes. And you kind of just, just, like, Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it lets you, yeah. like, kind of just learn the fretboard again, like, oh, yeah, I'm just, I'm not, instead of looking for, like, Okay, I know this note sounds good with this note or something. You're just like looking for spots where it's like, oh yeah, this sounds good in an open chord or whatever. James says like it lets you go back to that beginner mindset of like I don't really know. You you can dive deeper into it and then figure out what notes you you actually are playing. But then you can also just take it as like, I don't know what notes I'm playing, but I know that when I hold the, Mm -hmm. you know, seventh fret or whatever, (laughs) it sounds pretty good. Or when I hold the third fret or second fret, you know, it's like, yeah, it kind of makes it more of like, uh, what is it? Like an open space to just play instead of like, Mm -hmm. here are the constrictions and here's the rules you got to think about.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. This is now that question was like, right up Kai's alley where <laughs> he's a fan of alternate tuning even on mm-hmm. guitar
1: mm-hmm. yeah like after after I, w- I watched the video and I kind of saw that Um, I, w- I went back to like some of my favorite like finger style guitars or like that open like slap guitar and stuff and like uh, a lot of people know Andy McKee right for his song Drifting mm-hmm. yeah. but he has like some other great songs that you listen to and it's like it's not flashy or anything but he creates, like, great melodies from it. And he said, like, I think in, uh, like, uh, interviews and talks and stuff that how he picks his tunings is he really just, like, goes, oh, I really like that chord. And so he tunes his guitar to that chord. Or he's like, mm-hmm. oh, I think this would sound cool as, like, an open tuning or whatever. And it's all just, like, uh, uh, experimentation and playing with it. So it uh, you you can almost hear that playfulness when they come up with those things, right? You can hear, like, Oh, it's it might not actually be easier to play it in this tuning, but they figured it out. And because they're having so much fun playing it in that tuning, it comes through in the music itself, too. Mm.
0: Yeah, and you can do a lot more, like, uh, technique stuff with, like, the open tunings and, um, and do some, I don't know, some weird, like cool voices that you wouldn't, you know, or voicings that you wouldn't normally do because uh, it would be too far for you to kind of stretch your fingers or whatever. That's, it's pretty cool. Like if you experiment with it and you, you can see a lot of possibilities, like, I mean, entire genres were, were built because of uh, uh, alternate tunings, you know, with like, especially mm-hmm. within the tapping, you know, community.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I think like some people are afraid of trying alternate tunings because mm-hmm. you you know, you either have to turn your, your, you have to slack your string so much or you have to mm-hmm. tighten it so much. Uh, mm-hmm. but then the other thing to think about too is that your open tuning is actually like, that's what it is, is like, it already is like kind of a note and stuff. So, uh, mm-hmm. if you don't want to, you know, completely change your tuning, you can take that, those same ideas of just like playing around with, you know, uh, like picking strings and picking notes and trying out things and seeing what sounds good is like a chord where you're holding down a couple strings, but you're leaving the rest open or something. What mixing in those open strings. yeah. Yeah. And you can, you can find like cool stuff even with the, you know, standard GCEA tuning. So, Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to try that out, too.
0: Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. imagine the first guy who did, like, GCEA tooting. <laughs>
2: People
0: were mm-hmm. like, oh, minor 7? Why would you toot it that way? And now it's <laughs> like the standard, you know? like,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I never use minor 7s, but, they, <laughs> like, ever. All, all open is a minor 7? Yeah, why would yeah. you do that? Yeah, right? You know,
0: so... It's just just experiment with 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 a uh, with a bunch of different tunings and just like what Kahai was saying, if you find like a really cool chord, you know that that you like. For example, maybe like a like a like a major, like a G major seven. I've always liked G major seven. You could just tune these three strings you know like a step up and it keep this g down and you have an open g major seven tuning that was pretty pretty cool so there's a lot of like really you know interesting things that you could try out for the uh, for the ukulele just i don't know um just but be mindful of the tension of your strings and, uh, and ukulele you don't want to go too high um mm-hmm. good rule of thumb is not to go higher than maybe a step and a half two steps and stuff mm-hmm. and it depends mm-hmm. what what strings you're using and yeah how much or uh, how lower you can handle. or lower probably yeah. Yeah, too loose. Probably yeah. won't won't sound good. But. Yeah. So with uh, with with I think with um uh the one that's uh, a not a but uh, but James was talking about is uh, that that e a e a. So this G uh, would go down a step and a half from a G to an E, and then the C would go down also a step and a half to an A. So it would be e a e a. He's just kind of doubling up like these two to these two mm-hmm. but it's kind of cool because you, you then have like a low a which makes it super duper interesting it's a really cool <laughs> and fun um open tuning
1: that you can play around with mm-hmm. i i remember uh taking my electric guitar to school and it was like uh it was actually for my calculus class and the last week <laughs> of school my calculus teacher told us like oh, bring something to school that you can teach all of us to do, right? So I I brought my electric, and then I tuned it to drop D. And I said, yeah. like, oh, this tuning is really cool because you just play either open strings or you you just put one finger down to play <laughs> power chords. And you just go, like, if you just go, you know, I show them, like, Smoke in the Water or Iron yeah. Man and all those things you can just do with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And my my calculus teacher was like, why d- isn't that the standard then? Like, why why not make that, like, the thing to learn? <laughs> And I was like, good question. I don't really know. Like I don't know why like <laughs> more, I don't know why you start off with like a E A D G B E tuning, you know, for guitar. Yeah. But then like now I know it's like oh, it's kind of cuz like it's why um there's, you know, uh just intonation or like there's um the way we tune instruments now, it's like Somebody just said, okay, everybody, enough of, like, everybody having their own thing. We got to make, like, a standardized thing. (laughs) 440. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have to make a standardized thing so we can at least understand each other, you know. It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, we we need a system. So I think that's Mm -hmm. for all of like these uh you know even in- other instruments like you ask oh why is a trumpet tuned to b flat and not like c or whatever it's like mm. oh good question i don't really know i guess like it's just <laughs> the thing that they're like ah yeah i guess b flat <laughs> let's just do that <laughs> That's Somebody it. i'm guessing it's for range right like it it would just be the
0: range of that instrument so that like if if you put in a certain key, like, it could, you know, it can fill all these ranges. I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is not, like, it's because of this. Like, I'm guessing it's because of range.
1: And, and I've heard, like, you know, all the different, like, orchestra instruments and stuff. If you go back mm-hmm. far enough, they all have, like, versions where they're all played in different keys. They're all tuned mm-hmm. differently and stuff. And then it just, mm-hmm. like, over time, it gets smaller, smaller, narrows down to what we know as, mm-hmm. like, the instruments that we have today. So, yeah it, it always happens and it, it just makes it easier i think to communicate to the same musician right like oh you're playing guitar i'm playing guitar and we're tuned the same right you don't need to be like oh are you tuned in you know daggad or are you tuned in ebada? <laughs> you know or whatever the tuning system is called it's like oh yeah it's just like oh no this is all standard okay mm-hmm.
2: yeah Hell, yeah. And then speaking tutie. speaking of James, uh, we did have a podcast with him on. It was a few years mm. back, and he he goes into the history of why uh, Canada does a different tuning, and then you know everybody else. Has a kind of what we call the standard tuning for ukulele, but mm-hmm. Canada's ukulele tuning is a little bit different. Yeah, and he he goes into the history of that. So um, we'll yeah. put that in the show notes as yep. well.
0: Super duper interesting. Um, and if uh, if you guys are interested in um in what I was talking about with like slack key and um and, and different tunings, um, there's a guy here in Hawaii that like performs all over the world that is like the master. His name is Makana. So Makana is like if. If you guys ever get a chance to see him, he's like to, to say that he's the Jake Shimabukuro of like Hawaiian guitar is like an understatement because he's like transcended a bunch of different levels. He's his mm-hmm. his thinking is like in a different plane. Like, how I, when I listen to stuff like to, to guys like Jacob Collier, it's like this is this is not from this world. Like, Makana <laughs> oh, yeah. is not from this world. Same, so, if you guys, same kind of thing,
2: yeah. yeah he created a bunch of new slacky tunings mm-hmm. just for what he was thinking, yeah, the, no. you know, what what he wanted to create. Yeah. Amazing. Think, amazing. So check him out.
0: Makano.
1: Yeah. I think he kind of took the, like, you know, the classic slacky tarot patch tunings that mm-hmm. uh, we had already in Hawaii and then mm-hmm. kind of brought it into like the modern age with like also incorporating like a uh, slap guitar and mm-hmm. finger style and all these other styles too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he kind of like, incorporates a bunch of stuff with that um classic uh Mm -hmm. tarot patch or like slacky guitar stuff that you would hear Mm -hmm. around hawaii anyways yeah Mm
0: -hmm. and and i mean like because andy mckee came out like while i was in college and um but I've been watching Makana do like a lot of that stuff from when he was like super young. He was doing like slack festivals, like, and, and mm-hmm. he came down to Kauai, and I'm like, "Who is this kid that's just like yeah. ripping off on the guitar?" And then, you know, uh, years later, I see him again, and he's even better, and it's just so and just an amazing instrument to follow, uh, it, it, um, instrumentalist to follow. Make sure, you, I guess, he sings too. Yeah. Musician. amazing yeah. musician to to check I, out. If you guys don't know Makana, check out Makana.
1: I think he's known more for his instrumental work, though. Mm. Yeah. Like, he definitely mm-hmm. does... If he does a concert, it's going to be a lot of slacky guitar oh. solos and stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, next question.
1: <laughs> um, I guess... Uh, <laughs> Renee said, should I be retuning my uke? Am I working harder than I need to? <laughs> <laughs> Using an A-7 tuning? <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, well, I mean you don't have to. And that's the thing. Like, you can just play standard. I play standard all the time. It's just that, like, sometimes whenever I get bored, I, like, change it up a little bit. So... If, uh, if there's, you know, if, if you're looking for something new, maybe a different sound or a new sound or just something just to fool around with, like definitely check out different tunings than alternate tunings and stuff. It's just for fun, just for fun. Don't even think about like, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to learn these alternate tunings. It's like, just tune your ukulele differently. Like just learn how to tune it <laughs> and then don't look at anything else and just fool around, you know, like just, just see what you can come up with. Like you might like it. You might not, you know, for, for the most part. Start out with the one, uh, the one that I showed you because that's like super duper easy. Everything is just like like a bar. So if you start out with that, play around with it. You're all good.
2: Yeah. And then s- sort of some of the limitations about the that tuning or like open tunings is that you would have to primarily play in that key. And um, then you don't have switching, to, you know? switching to other keys is a little bit... Yeah, little bit it is hard. Yeah, it is yeah. tricky.
1: It's like some of the fingerings that you would think is easy before suddenly become harder right and then some yeah, of the harder yeah, certain fingerings ones become easier yeah. so it's kind of like yeah. a trade-off is it always is a trade-off mm-hmm. yeah
2: so so maybe that's why i mean like you know standard tuning allows you to play in pretty much any key you know mm-hmm. it's not super easy for anything but it's mm-hmm. like relatively easy to play any chord in any key you know it's like standard tuning
1: yeah it's easy enough right it's like okay, yeah yeah for yeah. everything in general
2: yeah. Whereas, like, you know, certain, uh, certain tunings are very specific for yeah, whatever yeah. key and whatever style you're, yeah. you're going to
1: be playing.
0: Yeah. And if you guys want to experiment, um, going back to what Kahai was saying, you can just kind of play a chord and you can tune your ukulele to that chord. Like, if you, you want to fool around with an a, open A tuning, for example, you know, like, you can just tune the C string to a C sharp and the uh the G string to an A and then you'd have like an open A. If you play an F chord, just tune it to this, then tune the G to that, G, so on and so forth. It just it's a lot of fun. (laughs)
2: Yeah, yeah. For one of the song challenges, I did Mm. uh, drop F. Right, (laughs) that's cool. It's for that Nirvana kind of sounding song that we were supposed to write for, Uh and that um, I forget what episode that was, but we did a songwriting challenge, and I used drop F.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of the same thing, like the drop D, right? That's the equivalent of drop D for uh, electric guitar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
2: since since I was using a low G anyway it's like you know (laughs) it wasn't re-entering so my my lowest note was a g and then i just drop it to the f and then Mm. you can you can do the f chord with that loop in yeah
1: Mm -hmm. and i think um too like if you know if you think you need to retune your your ukulele or your instrument to get that slacky sound uh slacky guitarists like they'll play in standard tuning too and they can still Mm -hmm get that slacky sound you know what you think Mm -hmm. is slacky so uh standard tuning isn't you know it's not like oh it's the worst tuning or whatever you can still get that same thing it's just like it will probably only apply to certain songs and for other songs they prefer this tuning or whatever too so yeah i know like uh ledward right like he uh plays in standard tuning too i think yeah he Mm -hmm. does slacky in standard tuning so yeah yeah so any any other questions uh paul said um How do you tune by ear? How do you tune
0: by ear? Okay. Well, one of your strings have to be in tune. Okay. So like, let's, let's just start with that. And I'll, and then I'll show you how to do it with no strings in tune. So if one of your strings is in tune, let's just say the G string, the top string right here. Everything else is, I'm going to untune everything here. That's why right. oh, sounds so yeah. good.
2: So usually you'll, you'll have like a reference note. Right? Yeah, yeah. So either so, like a piano or like mm-hmm. somebody else's guitar. Like they right. know that their string is in tune, mm-hmm. so they'll give you that note. That string. Then, yeah. yeah. So
0: if uh, if you're playing with a you know with a piano, just ask them for a G C E A, and you can use your ear to match whatever string to that you know to that note. That's basically mm-hmm. how to do it. With, you know, with, uh, with no string that's in tune, you know, like tuning by ear just means that you're using your ear instead of a, um, you know, instead of a device to dictate if you're in tune or not. Okay, so uh, in this example, my G is already in tune. So if one of my strings is in tune, but the rest of it is just kind of weird. Um, There are some frets that you can use, you know, to to use as reference. So the G, uh, so we have G, C, E, A, right? So if we're in G, this is going to be G sharp, and this is going to be A. So this note right here should match the bottom string A. So you use your ear to figure out if this note is higher or lower than this. So. So this... Sounds like it's higher, so you want to tune down so that you can match this. And you play it together, and it matches. So now you have two strings in tune. Okay, um, the yeah, the G and the A. Yeah. So now that the A is in uh, is in tune with the E. Following, I want to tune the E now. E. This should be F, F sharp, G, G sharp. A. So this E string fifth fret should be tuned to this open A. Or if you don't have the A in tune, this uh, fret right here, E, F, F sharp, and G should match this. So you decide if it's, you know, higher or lower. Seems like it's higher, so I'm going to go down. Almost, close, too low. So when you play together, and it sounds, sounds like the same note, and then you can use the other string. Still too high. There it is. There it is. So now I have those three and then E strings so C, C sharp, D, D sharp, E that should be tuned to so it seems lower I go up and now I'm in tune I mean relatively you know yeah I think my, my strings is slipping a little bit why? Because these are not AG cross AQs. <laughs> <laughs> I just, um, cause this, this is my, uh, my Bridgewood ukulele. So it's not like that. It's cool in the back and stuff, but in the front is Bridgewood. I just, mm. um, redid, you know, like redid the tuners, the tuners, um, one of them like was defective, so like I changed it out and I uh, changed out my strings. I came to the office. That was the time I went last week. And mm-hmm. I was looking for some AG AQ strings, and then um, but there was other strings in there. I'm like, I'm not gonna use it like live anyway, So Just put whatever strings. And now it's <laughs> like oh, I should have just used my old strings. <laughs>
2: Why did I doubt myself?
0: <laughs> yeah but
2: yeah so because uh, we have printouts for like mm-hmm. your fretboard diagram what notes are on ev- every fret so if you know um what string is in tune you can just find notes that yeah. are similar on or the same on each string or, or whatever whatever fret on each string and then just yeah. match those notes so mm-hmm. so yeah so i guess uh what so what which ones did you use um i use the g string
0: second fret for the a I use the open string G and an E string third fret to match that, mm-hmm. and then an open E and then C string fourth uh, fourth fret to match that. Yeah, so yeah. that's so and those, then uh, those are both. E yeah, yeah. You can you can go either way. You know, like you can either use mm-hmm. the E to uh, E to tune this, or you can use this to tune the E.
2: Yeah, depending on which one yeah. you know is correct.
0: Yeah, but the term like tune by ear, or just the the term by ear. All it suggests is that you're using your ear to do you know, do something. In this sense, you're tuning by ear. So you're using your ear to tune the ukulele to yeah. see if it's higher it's or lower. Yeah, notes. to match the note. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly. really all it is. Or you can take it easy. Just you know, use a reference note from a guitar or or a piano. That's also tuning by ear because you're although you're tuning using a reference note like a guitar or a piano,
1: you're still using your ear to match that note. Mm-hmm. It, it's a very specific uh, case where this would happen, but like that is like a useful skill, like tuning by ear and mm-hmm. having that that pitch recognition or that mm-hmm. uh, that um, you know relative pitch. Uh, it's good because like uh, sometimes you might be playing with a pianist or you're playing with an instrument that they can't necessarily change their tuning on the spot right like yeah. pianists mm-hmm. can't be like oh uh, you know my piano is a little sharp i got to change it. like no that that's like a whole day <laughs> Tune, operation oh, 188 right? yeah. keys <laughs> yeah it's not going to happen so like you know if you're playing in like a band setting or you're playing with an instrument like that and mm-hmm. the piano is like a little sharp or it's a little flat instead like you can just ask oh can you uh, play the play a c and you have them play a C and then you tune your, you know, your ukulele to that C and you mm-hmm. can, you will be more in tune with, you might not be like, yeah. you know, if you use your tuner or whatever, it might yeah. say like, oh, you're a couple of cents flat or you're a couple of cents sharp, but you will sound better as like a group than what your tuner yeah. is saying. If
2: everybody is tuned mm-hmm. to each other together.
1: Yeah. yeah. So it takes, it takes a little bit more work. It takes a little practice, but it's definitely like a skill that, I don't know, like, uh, yeah, if I'm playing with somebody else, like, I don't know how many times, like, I'll be like, okay, guys, everybody take out your electric tuner, you know? It's just like, oh, are you in tune? Okay, I can tune my instrument to you to make sure that we're synced up together. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's relative
0: <laughs> relatively in tune mm-hmm. yeah um and you know for those people who have like like perfect pitch or whatever can just like just tune it without like a reference note like the whole thing could be in you know auto of tune and then like they can just they can just tune it mm-hmm. like yeah. Mike, they just, you know, can, can, they just of, play
2: like, the note in their head and then they match to that yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. i play played that game I, get, I can get pretty close <laughs> and not because i have perfect pitch but because i hear this g note all the time <laughs> you know like i just know that note and it's just ingrained in my in my head and stuff yeah. like
2: just that so, note but... yeah just that <laughs> note so
0: but that's all i need you know like i just need <laughs> that's that all you need mm-hmm. yeah like i can mm-hmm. i can get it so i think mm-hmm, doing that g to the g <laughs> and then i can do everything else relatively yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, but I people think... with per- perfect pitch,
2: pitch have oh, yeah. all Just, the notes, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, they know all the notes. <laughs> but that's
1: also like, uh, people think like, oh, if only I had perfect pitch, I could play it mm-hmm. better, I could do stuff better. But that's also like, I've heard that's also a detriment to to yeah. some people who, they have perfect pitch. But when they hear, you know, if they heard the piano being played, it's not tuned perfectly <laughs> They'd have a really hard time detuning their instrument to get it yep. to be, mm-hmm. Cause you know they the know same. that it's wrong. Yeah, they know what know. Yeah, they, they know, yeah. know
0: is supposed to be. I mean, imagine going to like a fourth, like a fourth grade recital, like with uh, with perfect
2: pitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just yeah. like I gotta get out here. Yeah, I gotta get out yeah.
1: here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've heard of people musicians struggling because they have yeah. struggling more because they have perfect pitch. So mm-hmm. it's it's a good and bad thing you know it's not it's not (laughs) all that it's cracked up to be Mm -hmm. i always thought about that i'm like man but if you know there's like a talent show like
0: in school or something and uh and there's like multiple people like playing on stage and and you know like you can't expect like uh like uh just even amateurs in general now i'm not picking on like high school kids or whatever but like just amateurs in general like it's not going to be perfect even some professionals i should say you know it's not gonna be all perfectly in tune of all you know for all instruments
2: just that's gonna ruin your experience that's gotta be like daggers you know (laughs) like to your ear and yeah yeah. actually because like um kyle Farusho. yeah We've had him on the podcast or we, we've had him on Ukulele yeah. Underground before. His wife has perfect yeah. pitch. Yeah, she does. And, and she's also a, a school teacher, like an elementary yeah. school teacher. And so the more that she's been teaching music in school, she said that <laughs> the more that she's kind of able to let go of that, <laughs> like, you know, just... Just let it go, like it's okay, you know.
0: Yeah. Isn't she but... also like a classical
1: and like an operatic singer? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but she... um
1: Yeah, and Kyle's told us stories too, right? Like where yeah. they'll be in a car and he's like, Oh, I like this song or something and then Emily's like yeah, but that one note is off. He's like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Why <"What? laughs> why more, more so like if Kyle sings along to the
0: track. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. We we've had Emily on uh, on yeah. the Friday jam, I believe, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah
1: and and the podcast too. We've yeah. That's true. Yeah. I we'll definitely pod- like it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: But yeah, but she's told us stories about like, uh, there, there'd there be like a weed whacker, mm. somebody mowing their lawn or weed <laughs> whacking their lawn, and she can identify the pitch of the weed yeah. whacker. Like, yeah. <laughs> that,
1: that's how uh, Jacob Collier, he said that that's how mm. he got so good with, he doesn't have perfect pitch, but he has good relative pitch. Mm. And uh-huh. it's because his mom would be like, hey, Jacob, what is this? You know, what is the sound the microwave is making? That's... And he's no. like, uh, that's like a B flat or something, you know, like when he was really young. Yeah. And he said his mom wouldn't even Amazing. care if like that's the real thing. She's just like, oh, mm. yeah, that's close because B flat, B flat and F are relative, you know, keys to each other. So yeah, you're oh. kind of close. You know? Oh, wow. More that like idea uh, dang. too. So he says that yeah, that's all that came from I have that. a mild like
0: relative pitch. Like, uh, me and Mike used to play that game. Like, what, you know, what, uh, what note is that? And we'd like take out like our, uh, our phones, like uh, with with the tuner on it and stuff, and figure and yeah. like, figure it out whoever the closest, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I I can do it, like not bad. Like so, I I can't determine if something's in pitch, but I know what that note is. You know, like does that make sense? So I don't have perfect pitch, but I have relative pitch. Yeah, like <laughs> so what they call it, or relative ear hearing, or whatever.
2: Yeah. Like, isn't perfect pitch um genetic like you know there's is a it? genetic predisposition to be more likely to have right <laughs> that per- perfect pitch it's not like a it's not 100 percent determined but yeah it I does think, play a part
1: yeah i think you're more likely to have it but then it's still like a learned skill too mm. yeah you be- still have to learn yeah because they they say that there's people who have perfect pitch But since they learn based off of a a piano that's detuned, their perfect pitch (laughs) is slightly off. (laughs) Ruined it, tuned to that piano.
2: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So instead of tuned to four
1: forty, they're like four, you know, thirty or four twenty eight or something. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. which is
2: useless. No. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, and they they say like that's why they have such problems is because everybody tunes to four forty, and then they're like, Mm -hmm. all of you guys are off, you know. (laughs) yeah it's it's really it's kind of hard like and then also <laughs> like yeah it's be
2: curse having like perfect 338 pitch yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it also yeah. like a, a lot of times it's based off of western tuning the western tuning system right and the western <laughs> music system yeah. so if you yeah. listen to asian tuning systems or uh tuning systems and music systems from other parts of the world you're probably gonna mm. be like "Ooh, that sounds so like off and so grating but it's like to them they're just like, no, that's like a that's a perfectly fine like whatever minor chord for us you know or yeah. like major chord for us, like yeah.
0: they have like half tones and stuff you know like with mm-hmm. with um with instruments like kotos <clears throat> and shamisen's and whatnot, like it's pretty mm-hmm. crazy, yeah,
1: yeah. and in, in India too, yeah, they have like a whole different mm-hmm. tuning systems yeah. and they have yeah like half notes and things that are just in between, so there's a whole different side of things,
0: yeah, yeah. All right, okay. next up.
1: Jim asked, uh, did you guys mention that matching means, uh, you know, matching when you're trying to match the two strings together, mm. uh, means when played in unison, the vibrato between the close frequencies, uh, falls to zero. So it just means that if you actually think of, uh, a, a noise or sound, it's a wave, right? It's a sound wave. Yeah. And then you're trying to match it. So the, the two, when you're playing the two strings, the waves are mm. exactly this, the same, you know? they yeah. they line up the same yeah yeah <laughs> <And>
0: then- <laughs> yes 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 i don't know what to comment <laughs> yes that is correct
1: uh, i was also gonna bring up to like uh kind of a another step to you, mm-hmm. you know tuning by ear and stuff is mm-hmm. like to train my relative pitch i tune the first note of you know, like the ukulele guitar, I tune G, and then I tune the rest of the notes without playing a string, like, without holding the string down. So I just go based yeah. off of, like, you know, it's supposed to be G, C, and I try to hear the, the interval between the G and the C and get that to match, and then yeah. C to E, you know, like, without, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Or, or I tune my guitar like all, I tried to tune all of it and mm. not use a, a tuner and then afterwards use a tuner and see like how close or how far Check. it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that's the best way to do it.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, um, <laughs>
0: there was a thing that I tried back then when I was like trying to, um, sharpen my relative pitch. There's a, there's a thing you can download um and i'm not going to say where i downloaded it because it might not be the most um legal way of
1: uh, of downloading <laughs> things <laughs> this is
0: i'm talking like 2010 2000 maybe even 8 like it's as as far back and my my sister is still alive and she was living with me and stuff and when i moved back to Kauai and we were we were roommates and um there was a thing that i that i downloaded where it would t- like it would play a pitch and then at the end of like maybe 10 seconds like playing a certain pitch it'll say the note you know and then yeah. like the next it's just, pitch it'll just say like the a note.
2: practice system to help right. you memorize
0: and i i and they said like you know you can just like go to sleep and, and then like the you know whatever <laughs> will go in
2: your head. <laughs> i would have it on and um and my my sister would just it would just like drive her crazy, <laughs> she used to drive her crazy. Like but you you played it through speakers, not, yes, not through headphones. I, I don't
0: like sleeping with headphones. You guys, you guys know this. We've we've you know like we've toured before, and I have you know we, we've shared rooms and stuff. I never have the headphones on when I whenever I sleep, I always take them off because I don't <laughs> like things in my ear or on my ear or whatever uh-huh. when I sleep. So like I just had it on, and we were like roommates at the time. She's <laughs> oh like, you gotta
2: stop that. <laughs> So I
0: did it for like a week, and then I stopped doing it. And I just did it when I'm uh, just like while like uh, cruising online and stuff. That's like when I would have it, and I'm like, okay, cool. So the game would be like, okay, well, that's a C, and then and then they'll say it, and if I'm correct, I'm like, yeah, you know, M and M or something. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was it was a co- really cool game that uh, that I was that I played with myself, it was a really irritating uh, way to weighted Learn relative pitch. if you have, Yeah. I have, sure
2: have apps for that now, right? Yeah. yeah
1: I guess. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was fun sharpening my skill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Next up. Uh, I think that's it for the question. I was going to go back to when you're uh, tuning by ear too. Yeah. something that you did. And I think a lot of people who uh, are who tune by ear a lot, you know, or who can tune by ear after you mm-hmm. tune, you play chords, right? To see if. Like, how you Mm -hmm. tune if it falls, if the chords fall right. And it's just, like, because even if you tune it correctly, especially if you have older strings, the Mm -hmm. intonation can be off. So you almost want to, like, tune it in a specific way. Yeah, you're compensating Mm -hmm. just to get it to make sure the chords that you play sounds good. So, yeah, yeah, like, that's, and that's kind of a, a sure, not a surefire, but it's a good way to test, like, oh, did I tune it right? Or am I a little off? Is you just play a mm. chord that you you know or you're familiar with mm.
0: yeah i i mean speaking of tuning I, you know a lot of uh when when I used, when I used to go on on ukulele and ground forums, a lot of people had like different um not an idea, but opinions on like tuning on stage, like being on stage and like tuning after I tune after every song. And the reason why I do it is because like Jake tunes after every song. I'm like, dude, if this guy at this caliber playing these big shows can like stop, you know, stop in the middle of, uh, of his set or between songs and stuff and start tuning his ukulele, like why, why, why can't I do it? You know, like so. And I would rather spend like. In a uh, like a minute or two, tuning my ukulele before each song, then like playing that song completely off tune or just slightly off tune, so that the people in the audience like who can hear the off tune like just start to wince. You know, like I'd rather I'd rather do that. What do you guys think about tuning on stage? Do you think it's a distraction? Do you think it's like
1: necessary? I, I think you can do it in a way that makes it, like, not a distraction, right? Especially if you have a tuner that will, like, shut off your signal to the, yeah. am- to the amp or whatever. That way, like, mm-hmm. nobody's hearing you actually pick the strings. Like, it, it's pretty mm-hmm. quiet. And so you're picking and you're looking to see if it's in tune. And then mm-hmm. at the same time, if you're supposed to be the one that's talking, you know, you can just start talking about something like, sure. oh, the next song is going to be this. And you're just mm-hmm. tuning it up or whatever. So I, I think there's a way to make it seem seamless. And I I think it's a skill set if you're a live performer. Something that you should do, you know. It's like maybe you might not need to tune after every song. But eventually, like, if you're just playing for a while, your instrument is going to get warmed up. It's going to heat up, you know, the strings or whatever. And you're going to need to retune. It's going to be off of whatever starting off cold, right? So it it, mm-hmm. it is like something that you... If you play if you're playing like an hour set or you're playing a few songs, you're probably going to have to retune at one point. Yeah. Hmm?
2: What do you think, Aaron? Do you tune between songs? <laughs> no. <laughs> but then I play it usually I'm playing like a steel string guitar yeah. which Holds its Hold tune it. pretty well, but like you mm-hmm. know, you tend to use nylon, yeah, you know, for your and yeah, they're pretty harsh
0: things. on the attack, and
2: too. and you do a lot of bending, so it mm-hmm. makes sense, you know, yeah. especially it's... after like a song that's like heavy on the mm-hmm. bending for for mm-hmm. when you pick, yeah,
0: you yeah, gotta... and I just I don't know, like it's it's always been kind of an issue with any ukulele, like I've I've played many ukuleles, kamakas, kanileas, you know, like uh, and they all pretty much do the same thing there's not one perfect ukulele that just stays in tune after you just ripped the crap out of it you know like
2: (laughs) until until they have what what um what guitar was that that had a Gibson Gibson, yeah you strum it it, and then the the gears kind of turn right but I wonder if you can turn it off like does
0: does it work automatically can you turn it off because like what if what if you're playing and then like you know, it's it just, like, it's looking for it during the song, you know? No, like no, it's I, to, think, I think it's a it
2: thing where you have to, like, you have to press a button or something, and mm. then strum all of the strings, and then mm. it'll do its thing, <laughs> and then after that it's off, right? I think, uh, yeah, I that's, think cool. that's how it, that is how cool. it works. That is cool. you,
1: you had to turn, you had to, you had to uh, press it on the headstock, right? Like, the button on the headstock mm-hmm. or something? Ah, that's
0: yeah. right, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah, strum yeah.
2: all the strings, and then each string would individually, like, know what Mm. What frequency it's supposed to that's be just, vibrating at? That's like some witchcraft, man. <laughs> yeah, it looked like Harry Potter, <laughs> yeah. right? Because the, yeah. the tuners would actually turn turn by themselves. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like zzz,
0: zzz, zzz, and then it's we'll, also- we'll link it. We'll we'll link to the video because there's a video, uh, right? Like, yeah, it, I'm sure uh, there is. Yeah, because yeah. we were Nam and and it, it's it's one of the Gibson ones, like a Les Paul yeah. that, that had that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I
2: think it was, and, like, and I guess they're uh, heavy anyway, so it doesn't yeah. matter how heavy your <laughs> your <head>
1: stock <laughs> is. So. I I think at one point Gibson was putting it on a, like a line of all their guitars, right? Like if you get their you know, custom shop or their whatever, you know, this line of guitars, no matter what uh-huh. style of guitar it was, it would come with those tuners. But then I also think it's like it was a thing where it's people saw that and they're like, oh, it's so cool. And then when they actually used it, you know, like performing musicians were like, oh, like I I can tune my guitar faster than this. (laughs) <laughs> like I don't need to. I don't need to check all my strings. I know which string is off, and I can mm. tune it faster. It's like yeah, yeah, just the one. Yeah, I, I right. think it was. It was cool for like beginners because beginners would be like, "Oh, don't you hate tuning your guitar every time?" <laughs> but then, like seasoned mus- musicians were like, "Yeah, that's what you gotta do." And it takes me a minute, if that, to tune it. You know, it's mm-hmm. not long at all. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Do you, Do you guys want to uh, set a new challenge? or oh, yeah. uh, or announce the oh, yeah. uh, announce the winner from the last challenge we haven't done that yet right
1: yeah we we should uh yeah so we we only for the last challenge we we got uh the one from uh hamsini right yeah yeah and then uh we also got so she did a great job mm-hmm. um it's yes it, hopefully they they put it up in the forum or something yeah. so you guys can see it mm-hmm. but then rob also keep did put his up in the forum, and then mm-hmm. his song was about like uh he he made a song about konokai konokai beer. So oh, nice, <laughs> yeah. He made like a little jingle about beer, and it was it was konokai good. I I told him it was kind of like your song. Like after mm. hearing it, I was like, oh, I I kind of want kono beer. <laughs> <laughs> is that the um that the cider ones? Which one, which one is from? Is konokai? Uh, I think so. It's from like a so there's. The Kona—he was actually—he I messaged him, and he said that when he wrote that song, he was thinking about the Kona uh, Brewing Company. Mm. But you know, Kona like company, and he tried to fit it in, but it didn't really work. So he just said Kona Kai, mm. and when he looked it up, it's a beer from like a uh, I think it's Hawaiian Brewing Company or like another mm. large brewery here in Hawaii. So.
0: Ah. <laughs> Nice, yeah. Let's. Um, so, are we just giving them both something? Or?
1: Yeah, I think so. We can yeah. just send them something. So, yeah,
0: sounds cool. So, we'll we'll send both of you guys, Rob and Hamsini, We'll su- send you guys something for uh, for your awesome efforts. All right. So let's uh, let's set a new one, guys. Um, this time, well, what what key did we do? D last time, I believe was it D, right?
1: Mm-hmm. I think so.
0: Let's let's do A this time. We haven't done A in a long time. So, on. key of A, and that's it. You just have to play in the key of A. Let's make it super simple. Just A um for extras uh help us out all the live audience uh people let us know what you want you know and let us know what what you guys want to write about what, you know what kind of uh stuff we could add so you can you just write it in a 4434 four, four, whatever you want to do as long as you're writing a song in the, you have a it should be it should be a, <laughs> even if you're just using the a chord and then you're writing your song that's that's fine you know as long as you write something like you write a song it doesn't have to have lyrics in it it can just be you know it can just be melody line or some chords even but it's totally up to you and um at the end of what two weeks or something that we uh we show you guys the songs that we come up with and then uh, to kind of give you guys an idea and then uh the week after that you guys's uh song our original song is due and then um we usually put in a hat we pick out a name and we give a nice little you know presents to whoever we pick out. Yeah. That's it. I mean it might be something small, might be something large, might be something medium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, extra large. Right? Kahai, we think we still got more shirts. <laughs> we could just uh... no, no. Um, it'd be it be small, whatever. And, you know, we just we just want to reward people who, who try, really that that's it. And this it might not be a brand new cool or whatever, but it's it's something as a small token of our appreciation for you folks who are trying, you know, to uh, to kind of get better you ukulele trying to write on your ukulele right? because the it's all, it's all it's about man just like making music with the ukulele. now you know a few chords and stuff why don't you make your own uh, your own song with those few chords that you know
1: mm-hmm. alright so Kai do we have any um, suggestions uh, we don't have suggestions but uh, I was thinking what if we make uh, so these are suggestions for bonuses for the yeah. writing challenge right yeah. so uh, what if we make one of the bonuses to write it in a or use slack key tuning. we use oh, okay. Or use yeah. alternate, tune, yeah. alternate tuning. That's,
0: thats a good one. It's a good one.
1: Alternate tuning. Yeah. Um, and, and we we uh, we've been making it like open, you know, so like people can just uh, write a song in the key. As long as they write a song in the key, then you know they'll be entered in it uh, and stuff. Uh, but what if we make one of the optional uh, b- bonuses, uh, like a uh, actual chord progression? Just so if people like need the help or need you know ideas for how to write a yeah. song they can yeah. that can be a starting point too yeah how about <laughs>
0: um
1: a b
0: minor d e seven <laughs> <laughs> a b minor d e seven that sounds pretty good right yeah so one
1: two four five. Mm-hmm. yeah 1245 okay uh, it, it's funny okay. cuz uh, after i said yeah. alternate tunings like the chat is a little bit uh, behind so yora said like alternative <laughs> tunings too
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah any um uh, what what do you guys want to write about what's the subject so if you're writing lyrics, what is the subject that we're writing about? Or what is the one thing that's going to, you know, going to inspire us? <laughs> What's the subject? Mm. Last one was fun. Like the uh, the the jingle. That was, oh, was pretty fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, how about, okay, since we did the jingle, why don't we do a... Um, why don't we do uh like intro songs to like to a TV show like write a uh yeah like a what what would that be? the theme song yeah write yeah. a theme song <laughs> write a theme song to a pretend TV show or an existing one you know <laughs> it could be be a, a, a yeah there it is write a theme song for uh existing or non existing TV show do it in a alternate tuning is you know is is cool too I guess
1: <laughs> all right can you guys all agree uh. I'll, Ooh, this is like this is gonna be super challenging, but I I kind of want to put it out there. What's that? In, instead of writing a theme song to an mm. existing show or like mm-hmm. a you know a show that you made up, uh, yeah. we already have this. But what if they write a theme song for the live lesson?
0: Ooh, okay, <laughs> all right.
1: And and the
0: prize is for a whole month straight. We use their theme <laughs> we'll song. Use their theme. Yeah. In we the could. beginning. Yeah, yeah. They have we... to sign all these release forms saying that we don't own, <laughs> you know,
1: like any kind of royalties now, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> as you, you know as long as it's like appropriate yeah i don't see why not i we could yeah, try to work it, it is. in yeah, yeah yeah the prize is uh, that will be the theme song for this podcast for the
0: entire
2: month that's four episodes mm-hmm. possibly five okay mm-hmm. so, <laughs> somebody's gonna write like a nine minute theme song and we gotta play it every time
1: no
0: and, well you know we, we you know we'll, we'll we'll manipulate it just to take yeah take the,
1: last 30 seconds <laughs> or, or or it could be like uh, the friend song right where it's like mm. oh i love the friend song and then the band who made it was like uh i guess we gotta write like a whole song you know to we gotta write the rest <laughs> yeah. of the song we only wrote the beginning part yeah yeah there you go A theme song for for any
0: existing or non-existing shows or write a theme song for this show yeah <laughs> that's and like in whatever yeah whatever it is we'll use it for this show anyway we don't care if you wrote a show <laughs> like for a non-existing show or yeah. you know you're writing but well, mandalorian or whatever we'll still use it for our intro for this show for an entire month that's that's great yeah okay, start your engines gentlemen
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man i can't wait <laughs> okay
0: that is yeah that's the that's the prize okay, okay. So, um, yeah. So the once again, it's in the key of A. If you guys just want to write stuff, you know, if you want suggestions on a chord progression, I suggested A, B minor, D and E7. So that's, that would be one, two, four, five for all the music theory buffs. Um, and that's really it. You just need to write a song in A. You don't need all these other things, but, um, some extras are lyrics, um, write a theme song. Uh, to a sh- non existent or existent show or this show. And then uh, another bonus is alternate tunings. That sounds fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do that. Yeah. A lot of good ideas, like to hopefully get people started. I know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> someone <laughs> you know you know someone's gonna write like a high fan club song and that's gonna be the song for like a- <laughs> oh,
1: devin on. do it do it buddy. just write devin do it buddy. yeah devin would do that <laughs> write the kfc song <laughs> oh, write the man. kfc song and it would be obligated to play it every you know like every show <laughs> for a month devin the only thing is i'm a moderator on the forum so if your post gets lost it's like oops <laughs> Don't know what happened, you know. Just like, mm. yeah, it's
0: like, oh, sorry, Kai is sick for like an entire month, so uh, we couldn't do the show for that month that you were supposed to be featured in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Okay, sounds good. Um, any other businesses before we uh you know before we go?
1: Yeah, Uh, <laughs> uh Lao Gao has like one last question. Okay, so he said that he's experimenting and he tuned his Loji to F-sharp, C-sharp, E, A. Uh, what co- what chord is uh, his t- uh tuned to?
0: F-sharp, C-sharp, E, a. Uh, hmm. let's see here. Uh, a, E. I mean, the, the C-sharp, E, A is an A chord. Okay, when you add the F-sharp, it then turns into an F-sharp minor, but then you have that E. So it's basically a, let's see one two three four five. It would be no, but you have the E. Just yeah, like an E, like a, it. a slash five. You know, or F sharp minor or
2: F sharp minor.
1: Yes, yeah, slash seven
0: E. You know, with with an, with the E. One two. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, seven. <laughs> mm-hmm. F sharp minor seven. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, open. there you go. Open, <laughs> open, open. F sharp minor seven. Yep. All okay. right. That's it. All right, guys. Uh, we'll see folks next week. Have a great one. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you folks tomorrow for Aloha Friday Live Jam or stick around after the show if you're watching lives uh, for the one on one coaching. Have a great one, guys. Aloha. Check out com. Peace out.